conversations about yesterday's animation animations. Saturday morning cartoon fair. Days past to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nickelodeon. Thundercats. Ghostbusters. Transformers. DuckTales. Days. Days. Days past to That's not a particularly deep show. So you will like us. And welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about... Yesterday's animations. Travis, today we're celebrating a holiday. Yeah, we are. A holiday not unlike uh, Christopher Columbus Day, <laughs> uh-huh. except that this this man is not at all problematic. We, have, we will never cancel this guy. Never. This is an Italian-American... Success story. Yeah, uh, it's a Japanese Italian American success story. Yeah. Okay, uh, he was better. he yeah. was brain born in Japan. Oh, beautiful, just a beautiful story. Well, it's really it's a family story too because this is really a set of brothers here. <laughs> yeah, they started off unclogging toilets in Brooklyn, and now forty years later, uh-huh. they are icons on the level of Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, and Superman. He said clogging toilets. That's that's what they do. Yeah, just running an auger into the pipes to get those dead rats out of there. Uh-huh. And now they're all over your kids' clothes. Uh, <laughs> they're all over Target. We're talking about Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. But, you say, I can hear you out there. We're listening. But <laughs> it's a video game, right? Yeah. Like This is like a bunch of video games. <laughs> And this is a cartoon comedy podcast. Uh-huh. Well, smart guy. Yeah, it is a cartoon podcast. They crossed over. They crossed over. This <laughs> Today we're talking about not just Mario, but Mario's first foray into the world of animation. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll be the first to admit, this is going to be a celebration of Mario and Luigi, the Mario brothers, of them at large, because we're a little bit early, uh-huh. but this week is March 10th. Which, if you write it down as an abbreviation, uh-huh. is Mar One Zero. It spells Luigi. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. It spells Mario in Leet speak. If you guys still remember that, no Leet, no. <laughs> Mario, Luigi, the Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. Yes, sir. These poor guys have been trying to get back home. For 40 years. <laughs> through pipes and... Through pipe. Yes, because the story goes, if you don't know, and we're not going to like, man, we can't get into the whole how Mario was created thing. That story has been told too many times. All you need to know is that Mario exists. Uh, he is. <laughs> and therefore love him. Yep. He's in everyone's hearts. Mario and Luigi were plumbers in Brooklyn, New York. And they, I don't know what kind of pipe they were dealing with, what kind of clog yeah. this was uh-huh. that they, I don't know if one of them like snuck his hand into the toilet or something, <laughs> but they both got sucked into something, toilet probably, yeah, and found themselves in the Mushroom Kingdom, a strange fantasy land, completely divorced from Earth. Uh. <laughs> not, not at all like what we have here. So they left behind, I assume, friends, a job, a life. 40 years ago, uh-huh. and now have been traipsing around the Mushroom Kingdom in various fantasy lands that entire time. <laughs> I don't know if they've ever come back to our world. <laughs> traipsing indeed. The Mushroom Kingdom is cute because, I mean, you got Toad and his little mushroom friends, uh-huh. and yep. it's the Mushroom Kingdom. You've got mushrooms and big old trees and plenty of blocks to jump into. Yeah, cute and innocent. Yeah. Yep. And Princess Toadstool, she, or Princess Peach as we now yes, know her. Yes, Say it right. Say it tight. She's, a, am sure, a fair ruler. I only know her to be a, a, a wonderful kidnapping victim. <laughs> she's great at that. But I yeah. know she's, she's you know, had a role in the, in the games. That's all cute, but... At least as far as Mario and Luigi are concerned, this is a dangerous place. Even just touching things in this universe is a dangerous, potentially lethal action. Like touching someone that doesn't like you might kill you. That's very true. That's not good. No, no, (laughs) it's not. I mean, I tried to keep away from touching not only people I don't like, but anybody Uh right now in COVID. Like it's (laughs) limited. It's a short list. And keep in mind that Mario's natural state 
is as the tiny man on the screen. Uh-huh. He's not <laughs> even average height or or strength or anything. Like for him to even stand next to the villains yeah. that he fights all the yeah. time, he has to eat a magic mushroom. Oh, for sure. To yeah. grow up yeah. and be big enough. So this guy is very vulnerable. <laughs> And no wonder he got flushed down a toilet and into this kingdom. He's very small. He has back problems He's for a sure. He's little guy. Yes. And the only way to extend your livelihood, because there's, I mean, death around every corner, is to collect currency in the form of coins. Mm-hmm. Every 100 coins he makes, he's allowed to die one more time and come back. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a little bit closer to getting home. (laughs) That would be nice. But that's never a goal in any of the, like, after he got sucked in the first time, it seems like every game, it's always just a matter of, well, they need me. Yeah. They need help from me. Because he, I will say that Mario, he could be complaining. He could be bitter about all this shit. Mario never says, I don't feel like it. Yeah. He just gets out there. He's on the go. He's a good Samaritan. Because, mm-hmm. like, what does he care if he shows up in this kingdom? He just got flushed there. Right. And his first thing that he does <laughs> is, oh, no, I got to go save the princess. Which is no, I don't think there was any promise of, like, and if you do, you get sent home. Yeah. Because he's heavy. still there. That's heavy. No, it's it, still there. it is. So he has to be a very nice guy. And I would think the most honest plumber you'll ever find, <laughs> which is hard to come by. Yeah, yeah. And Travis, you could have used these guys recently. Is that not true? I could have. Yeah, we recently um, had a snowstorm and my pipes got frozen. All right. I woke up. My toilet did not flush. Oh, no. And the sink did not turn on, man. So uh, I was I was freaked out. I was freaked out. But I opened up the cabinet doors, turned on the space heater, and bro, we're back in business. Oh, nice. Okay. okay. We're back in. So you didn't necessarily need the deft hands of a plumber. It, it was getting close, but I, all I did was put on the YouTube and and watch about 14 videos of how to thaw out your pipes. And you know, if you had called Mario and Luigi, yeah. they would have said, you don't need us to come out. Just do this thing. And they would have told you how to do it. For sure. Yeah. It, it, it had been a fast like FaceTime call or yeah. a Zoom call or something. Uh, you like it to Zoom. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So we have admitted many times on this podcast proudly that loud and proud we are what kind of video game guys, Travis? We're Sega boys. Sega boys. Yep, Sega boys. With the biggest Z mm. you can afford. We're both guys that when it came time to have 16-bit video game systems, yeah. we said no thanks to the Super Nintendo, which is where Mario lives. And hello, Sonic. Sonic, come on in, buddy. Yep. You want a Mountain Dew? Uh-huh. You're going to get it. <laughs> you want Chili Dog? However... I mean, I certainly have many Mario experiences because even though I didn't own a Super Nintendo, I played a lot of Nintendo games. I did have an NES and I've played many Mario games over the years, including in research for this podcast Mm. for this very day. Yeah. I was willing to spend some money on my Nintendo Switch. Hell yeah. To play some more recent Mario games. But Travis, I wanted to get... Some info from you. Do you have any, have you had any encounters with Mario, Luigi, their uh, their type, their kind, their kin? So uh, like we just talked about, I was a Sega boy, but my neighbors, they were Nintendo guys. And so <laughs> we we definitely played uh, Super Mario with them. And and my, my daughters, my daughters love Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. You know, on, on Nintendo Wii. Well, and that's something to keep in mind about Mario. Uh, this wasn't true at the time that the cartoon was made, which we'll get to here in a minute. Yeah. But this guy is multi-talented. Uh-huh. He's a multi-hyphenate because he is an artist. Yep. He is a great driver of go-karts. Really good. He plays tennis. He plays soccer. I mean, this guy is, he does it all. <laughs> And uh, there's also the Mario Bash too, or what is it? The um, oh Smash Brothers, Smash okay. Brothers, yeah. Well, when thank- I say Bash, I'm so I'm so not dialed I mean, in. That's pretty close. Okay, yeah, Super Bash Brothers. Yeah, and it kind of it's it's an alliteration for the Bash, not or for, for the brothers, not for the Smash. Right, 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 right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes, sir. I've told the story uh, a number of times here and probably elsewhere about how I got my Nintendo Entertainment System when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. I was just walking into my mom's sewing room to ask her a question, and uh, I turned around, and there was the box. And my mom had to go call my dad and ask his opinion on, should I just go ahead and get to play it since I know it's in the house? Because they're not going to keep me from it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to break in there, and I'm going to learn how to hook it up to the TV uh-huh. when everyone's asleep. So I got to play it, because that, of course, Super Mario Brothers, the original, and Duck Hunt. Yeah. Oh, shout out. Were the pack-in games. Back when they used to do that with every system, you got video games with 
your system. It was beautiful. And, and then many Mario experiences since then. But I did play Super Smash Brothers Melee a lot yeah. with my friends back in the day. And we are the kind, we all thought we were actually really good at the game. Uh-huh. And then if any of us at that time had been exposed to any of the, because we were high school, college age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone yeah. who was younger than us who played that game religiously would have decimated us. Uh-huh. Like we thought we were big. Like we're the guys who like, I don't know, lift together, like do do boot camps together. And then we go out for a night on the town and we're like, we're buff. We're cool. We're tough. And yeah. then just some like 20 year olds just kick the shit out of us. Uh-huh. That's how it would have been. But this is a game where Nintendo characters all beat the shit out of each other in the most cartoonish of ways. Yeah. And my guy, every time, my most played character. Yeah. Mario. Oh, baby. Yes. Why not? Yeah, why not and do it? Yeah. shit talking just has to come with it. Because you start to feel <laughs> allegiance with your character. Yes. Where you're like, I'm playing Link from Zelda. Like, I represent Hyrule right now, so fuck all the rest of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so as Mario, I would get really into character. Uh-huh. And I would throw out things like how I'm the president of Nintendo, that I'm firing people when I hit them, that I'm handing out pink slips by Uh knocking them out of the screen and winning the battle. (laughs) Well played. But I really was paying a lot of attention to all the vocalizations of Mario, which he's been doing since Nintendo 64 times. Shut up. So I'm going to go on record as saying that Super Mario himself is my accent coach. Yeah. This this is how I learned to do impeccable Italian accents. I love it. I I love... (laughs) Hearing him speak, he has a wonderful speaking voice. Let's let's hear a few from this guy. Yes, please. It's me, Mario. So one of the lessons he has taught us is that most words need a hyphen A after them. <laughs> it's not just, it's me, Mario. It's, it's a me, Mario. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Very ha- See, listen uh, to the joy in yeah, his voice. Joy. I like Let's it. go. Ah, he's, he's up and ready for it. He yeah, is a yeah, positive yeah. force. Yeah. Beautiful. Just enjoyment. Just beautiful. And he's jumping probably across like a ravine from which he would die if he fell into it. You would, you would never have thought that he he's kept from his home for all these years. No, no. Ever. I think he's just embraced the madness of this world and <laughs> said like, you know, it's, it's, just a, it's just a life. You know, it's just a life. Uh-huh. See, okay, here's what happens for me, though. If I start going outside of Mario Land. Yeah, it goes rogue. It's already pretty crazy what uh-huh. he does. I yeah, mean, yeah. He, he's... I don't know the status of whether or not Italian accents can be offensive. But he's tap dancing on the border. He is of right it. there. Yeah. He is only getting by that he is fictionally Italian uh-huh. that he is allowed to do that. He's, he's getting by because he's a hard worker and yes. he's cute. Yes. I am canonically not Italian. You're not. This is not part of my backstory. No. But when I start speaking with the Italian accent, it starts to go very bad. It's I'm abrasive. Like, Why are you not coming to my pizza bar no more? Eh? <laughs> and there's a bunch of this, eh? Uh-huh. Eh? Yeah. Eh, you look so dainty, eh? Yeah. Eh? Eh? It goes south. It yeah, just you're right. Tr- it just turns into like the sound of balloons being squeaked on. It, it's it's cancel. It turns into cancel will. Uh, yeah. So I should maybe I shouldn't put this out. <laughs> maybe we should hold on to this. No, no, I love it. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Okay. One, I hope that isn't offensive to anyone. No. And no. if it is, let us know. Yeah. But also, I do want to point out, Mario. Man, he, he he is definitely pushing it. This is a sound file from Nintendo 64, Mario 64. <laughs> I knew he would sometimes get put to sleep by like, you know, a, a singing flower or uh-huh, something like yeah, that yeah, in the yeah, game. Yeah. That's a your siren, typical. Yeah. yeah. And I knew he snored, but I did not know what he said while he snored. 1990. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Ah, mamma mia. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for pulling that. Ah, ah Sopranos. Ah, ah. ah Mafia. Ah, Calazone. Ah, Mozzarella. Ah, Gabagool. Oh. Sleep with the feet. Yes. Oh, man. So... I'm going to lay it at Mario's feet if uh-huh. I've heard anyone today. Yeah, it's, like, it's his L. I'm just going with his... <laughs> This is his influence. I'm just doing what he does because he is the celebrity. One of the earliest Mario experiences and memories that I have, though, is the cartoon that we're talking about today. Yes. And that cartoon is... Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. (laughs) With the Mario Brothers and Plummins again, we're not like the others who get all I love it. Yeah, keep playing. In trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others. You'll be hooked on the brothers. Uh, it's it's pretty good, right? I like it. It's fun. It's definitely fun. Yo, yeah, if 
a treat So hang on to your seat Get ready for adventure and remarkable weeks You'll meet Koopas and Troopas The princess and the others Hanging with the plumbers You'll be hooked on the brothers to the bridge Man, I love it That was beautiful I, I really enjoy it Me It too. is a <laughs> shining gleaming relic from the temple of corny rap uh-huh. that is uh, was born in and it now only lives on as a joke but it was born in the late 80s yeah early 90s uh-huh. and anytime someone says like my name's rapping steve and i'm here to say or anything like that <laughs> like it's it's that thing where it's like i'm gonna tell you who i am and what i do and they do and i'm gonna tell you my funky nickname and that's how right. i get down that's right and these guys are telling us early on plumbing's our game uh-huh that's what they're about. Like that is there is on this show, both in the cartoon and the other parts of the show. Yeah. They really lean into the plumbing aspect. There's a lot of pipes. There's a lot of water. It's great, though. And and I do I do want to ask if we can keep uh, Mario on this on the DP list to continue. I'd be in happy f- in future future yeah. years, man. Yeah, I'd love to re- yes. uh, revisit. Uh, we've got there's actually some future series. We'll get to those later on in the episode. But yeah, I mean, there's, sure. a, there's actually a lot to draw from. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about the days of past <laughs> concast. You have to subscribe on the Apple podcast. <laughs> it's always like that. I have to deflate afterwards. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well, we were hooked on the brothers, yes. the Mario brothers. Uh-huh. Yep. At the time, Super Mario Brothers was released in 1985. That had sold 29 million copies in North America. Man, we, we, you and me were just little tots. Man, we I were mean, just little baby tots. Yeah, I can't believe that it was like the thing that was still was being shot into my veins four years later. Uh-huh. I mean, I was tiny when this happened, but <laughs> I loved it, man. I played, I played it a ton. Uh-huh. Uh, the second Super Mario Brothers game had also come out in that time. Yeah. So that's what they were dealing with in making this show. Two games that were selling in the millions yep. on the thing that revolutionized home video gaming. Yeah. Because Atari had gone away. Yes, sir. Forget about that shit. <laughs> Just do it. Don't even think you, about it. Have you ever played Have you ever played Atari? Man, yeah, I had a friend in, in elementary school that that was like, he had other systems. Yeah. It was just a lark to yeah. have this, like, check this caveman thing out. <laughs> it was his dad's probably that he uh, could play on. Maybe, man. I thought, oh, cool, games I haven't played before. Uh-huh. And then it's just like, oh, these aren't even graphics. These are just, like, a, a stick man runs into a wall and game over. That's... <laughs> None of none of the charm, none of the you know the physics and the and the uh, the sheer joy of running from left to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was present in the Super Mario. But that's what they're basically about. Yeah, the video yeah. games, if you don't know, running and jumping from left to right usually. Oh. So this shit was popular, Hell Mario, yeah, and I mean not even as popular as he would get. He wasn't yet at the apex, right? Which he has never really come down from. Uh-huh. But at this point, our good buddies. Our old friends, uh-huh. Deke. <laughs> oh man! And what is what is the uh, what what do we say that stands for, Travis? Doing it cheap. That's right. Yes, sir. Deke, an animation <laughs> production studio known for doing it cheap. Yeah, you thought filmation had the juice? Oh, well, man. Deke took it from them. They and they did it with a snaky smile on their face. Uh-huh. I feel like they're they are really out to get all they can get. Yeah, for sure. Deke pitched Nintendo on a Super Mario Brothers cartoon. I guess Nintendo was just like, let's just keep making these awesome games and selling millions. We'll be great. And then he says, "Uh, excuse me, sir. What about cartoons? (laughs) Cartoons. Kids love cartoons. Same kids that are buying your games. So according to CEO of Deke, Andy Hayward, who we heard from in our Inspector Gadget episode. Yes, sir. The Mario Brothers is such a unique property. We had to do it in a different way. We wanted to do a cartoon, but also do a show that extended beyond the cartoon, which apparently meant hiring two heavily middle-aged men to do improvised community theater as a framing device for the cartoon. Beyond middle age. Truly, literally, one of these actors that portrayed, the actor that portrayed Mario. Is 55. Was in his 50s. Yes. He was born in 1933. Uh-huh. A man born in the 30s. Uh-huh. In the wake of, of the Great Depression, he was born and then later played this video game character in a uh-huh. live action framing device of a cartoon yep. of the video game. Where it's almost halftime. It's it's almost half of cartoon, really, half of, uh, of community yeah. acting. What do we always say? If you listen to the show, you know, if a cartoon has live action also mixed into it, yep. it will be good asterisk and then go see where the asterisk is elsewhere on the page. Yeah. 
good for our purposes here on the Dance Pass yes. Teamcast. Yeah. It always works out in our favor. A hundred percent. And man, that's why we're going to have to focus on it a ton today. Yes, sir. Because yes, it works out in our favor. Uh. It is wackadoo. <laughs> Now, why would they have live action for the cartoon aside? I mean, the CEO was giving like this lofty, you know, it's 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 so different from other properties. Yeah. I don't I have uh, ideas of what he means, okay. like underdeveloped. It's based on a video game that doesn't have a plot, <laughs> that kind of shit. Yeah. So what else can we do with it? Well, let's make it live action. But why would you want that in a cartoon about video games? Mostly, I think it's that it's cheaper. Uh, it is cheaper to put two cameras on a single set, which uh -huh. is what live action always takes place, yep. with two guys that by all accounts are largely improvising what they're saying on screen. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, you'll, there's not much of a plot, that's for sure, <laughs> but there's no credited writers for those scenes yeah. of live action. It, it just must have been like, a, how do we fill 30 minutes and only spend 12 minutes of money of animation? <laughs> Here's how. <laughs> they did it. Here's how. But who could play the Mario Brothers themselves? Which it has gone in and out of canon that their last name is also Mario. Yeah. Recently, I think it has been back in canon. So their names are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. <laughs> which to me, I don't know who's got the worst end of that. Yeah, Mario right. Mario or Luigi having to have his last name be his brother's first name. <laughs> <laughs> who's always outshining him anyways. Yes, yes. Keep in mind that these two guys also did voice Mario and Luigi in the cartoon. Oh, yeah. And yes, so sir. they weren't just Which was cast. cool. Which was cool. It's I, I, I like that continuity. It made it feel more like they get turned into cartoons. Yeah. And then you watch a cartoon about them and then they come back to the real world uh -huh. and get back to the, the hijinks. <laughs> right. For Luigi, they hired Danny Wells. Yo, Mario, I've got to practice my verb conjugation if you don't mind. I mean, how am I going to impress the ladies if I can't talk in French about pizza? He was in his late 40s at the time. He had been on film and television, and he was probably best known for playing the bartender all throughout the Jeffersons. Oh, yeah. And just being a nice face <laughs> on the screen. Uh, I I got a good energy from this guy. Uh -huh. I enjoyed his performance. <laughs> yeah. I can say the same of the man who played Mario, a pro wrestler turned manager, Captain, quote unquote, Lou Albano, the aforementioned Man born in the 30s. Yeah. Who was playing the Great Depression. Super Mario. He was in his mid-50s at this time. This is 1989 that this cartoon series came out. Wait, wait, wait a minute, will you, Luigi? Will you give it a rest with that French? I mean, you're giving me a French headache. And he had to be talked into it by his wife initially. Oh, nice. Like he wasn't, I mean, because I mean, Mario had been around for four years. Now, a generation of dads have all played video games their whole lives. Yeah. Men who are 55 have been playing video games. But they're probably playing Call of Duty right now. Oh, for sure. As they listen to this. For sure. But at the time, it's like this man was born in the 30s. Uh -huh. <laughs> When ticker tape was the most recent, <laughs> like, punch card computers were on the horizon. Nice. But he did take the job, and I'm thankful for that. Lou yeah. is, uh, was, he, both of these fellows have sadly passed, mm. so rest in power to both of them. Mm -hmm. Lou was a real big guy. Yeah. Uh, a portly, but, like, just generally large gentleman. Not Jovial. at all. Jovial. Yes, he would have made a great scary Santa Claus. Oh, I wonder if his wife played video games and that's why she was uh <laughs> or, <laughs> she, or she just had a thing it. for men in, in overalls. Yeah, right. She was like, I, I want to see you in those red overalls. Because these guys are decked out. They're wearing the hat, the overalls, red, green. I mean, they are size-wise, it doesn't match up with what you see on the screen uh -huh. in Mario Brothers. Because like Mario is taller and rounder than Luigi, even. Uh -huh. But they managed to capture the spirit. <laughs> or a spirit of a version of the characters. Just a spirit, yeah. I like hearing this about Lou because I, I figure, I don't know, Lou was a wrestler, so uh -huh. I don't know, there may be some other stories floating around out yeah. there. <laughs> but this story endeared him to me because okay. it seems in line with the Mario spirit. Yeah. Captain Lou Albano offered to change his name legally to Mario while working on the show. He offered this to the producers and... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I like it though. I like that, where his heart's at. How does that get brought up even? Dude, he's a character actor, man. Well, that that's the method, the, baby. That's what I wanted to know. And I don't have any information. I don't have an answer. But uh -huh. what did he think he was making better for anybody by changing his name? <laughs> like he must have thought it was either easier on the staff, because then they could just they don't even have to credit him anymore. Right. It's just Mario uh -huh. as himself. <laughs> like I assume he thought he was helping them out. Or he thought this is like the ultimate Daniel DeLewis style method acting uh -huh. that I can do to really yeah, get yeah, inside yeah, yeah. this plumber and just <laughs> dig into the depths, plumb the depths yeah. of this plumber. Make sure they're plumb, yeah. Plumb it. Uh-huh, plumb. 
Well, that's, I will say, whoever, whatever casting director decided on these two guys, I think is a savant. Maybe an idiot savant. Maybe they didn't know what they were doing. Uh-huh. But they, they're weirdly compelling on screen. Why are you talking so goofy? I'm not talking goofy. Sacre bleu. Oh, French. <laughs> you try to learn French, eh? but you can hardly speak English. And it's not, look, this isn't good. I'm not going to say that stuff, but they are trying their damnedest oh, for sure. to sell it. And they're being genuinely pretty funny. Yeah. Like, I like I would have seen them on stage. <laughs> I would have gone to see them do a Mario and Luigi off-Broadway production. Well, for your information, Monsieur Roly-Poly, I happen to know that women love men who speak French. It's very Romantic. Well, that's the most ridiculous thing. It's not the energy I think of for a kid's TV show uh-huh. about a video game because it's surprisingly, it's probably way more accurate as to who Mario and Luigi would be yeah. in real life. Men who smell bad and live in a single room apartment <laughs> and all these, like that's probably really what they would have been like. And it's kind of sad, but compelling nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. Go, going back uh, as an adult watching that, uh, pure joy. I got I, pure joy watching I was, that. I, yeah. I can honestly say I enjoyed the live action more than the cartoon. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, for, take that for what it's worth. Uh, 100%. The live action segments take place on a single set, like we said, yep. uh, which is their apartment, which is kind of like if the Friends apartment from uh-huh. Friends fell all the way down into the basement where the custodians <laughs> keep their supplies. <laughs> That that's what it kind of because it's like there's exposed metal girders on the wall, yep. so it's a bummer. But then there's the sunken living room area with a couch uh-huh. and, a, and a vase with a plant in it. Yep. You know, it's kind of nice yep. over and, here. And, and steps up to the kitchen, right? Yeah. I think it's a, a different level. Yeah, no, that's it, it's like it's with that kind of seventies, you know, like different levels living uh-huh. kind of thing. But there's also a giant pipe in the back that they'll act like they just came out of. Yeah, like I just got back from the grocery store, <laughs> piped my way there. Hit the half pipe. And there's a talking cuckoo bird in a uh-huh, cuckoo clock. Uh-huh. So it's a little bit of Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse, yeah, yeah, a little yeah, Mr. Yeah. Rogers, a little Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood from Saturday Night Live, uh-huh. Eddie Murphy. Uh-huh. Like, it feels like <laughs> there could be some stray gunshots that come through the window. I don't know. They're, I guess they're underground. Right. Um, they are, I, they're kind of living the turtle lifestyle. They, they are. They yeah. Are. Living in the sewer. <laughs> it's a nice sewer. I, it's better than the turtle's place. <laughs> yeah. Upgrade. This may or may not come as a surprise, uh, having heard everything you just heard yeah. about the Super, uh, Super Mario Brothers <laughs> Super Show. Dropping these nuggets on us. But the Nintendo Corporation seems to be ashamed of this of this program. Deke is like the high school boyfriend that they regret and they uh-huh. don't want to admit. Like the pictures are hidden somewhere and uh-huh. they're in a shoebox because they only agreed to doing the cartoon after Deke hacked away at them for a year uh-huh. to make the thing. And this is like them trying to say, like, we'll make it cheap. We'll make a bunch of money off of this. And Nintendo's like, I don't know. You just seem skeevy. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know if I trust you. You're going to take me to Burger King uh-huh. and tell me it's a gourmet meal. The thing only lasted for one season, not because it didn't perform well, but because Nintendo didn't want to do it more than a season. Uh-huh. And it was never released in Japan. So it seems like the headquarters of Nintendo, they were all just in agreement of like, why did we all get drunk and do this with this guy? <laughs> this guy, Deke. <laughs> I can't believe we He's did this. He's a real this. dick, yeah. The production behind the scenes was rough, according to writer Perry Martin. Okay. The core problem was obvious. There are no real characters or stories in a Nintendo game. Uh-huh. So how do you turn one into a TV series? I didn't see how that show was going to work at all, but Deke had an order for 52 episodes and deadlines were looming. We had to make some decisions fast and get on with it. Uh huh. I guess Deke, do it cheap and also get on with it should be like they're saying underneath. It's like Pro- pronto, yeah, yeah. Send it through. Just keep on going. <laughs> and I, I would argue like that's kind of your job as the writer. Figure it out. Yeah. I mean, these, these games were not full of story they were just running from left to right and jumping so you i mean you could have animated an episode like that that might have been kind of funny yeah i will take a side and say yeah there's not a lot to work with especially if it's like write 52 of these damn things yesterday right all they had to draw on were two super mario brothers games the first and the second Mm -hmm. and neither of those is anything beyond just running around and jumping (laughs) and like now it's like oh yeah well he's done you know there's like all sorts of things you can do he drives and shit yeah he can do this they hadn't established really any of the traits that we associate with these characters 
at least not to any great degree. Uh. Like because in the in the cartoon and in the live action, Luigi and Mario are pretty much on equal footing. Uh, or Luigi doesn't take his shit when they are there is a fight. Uh. Like it's just kind of like, uh, well, what do you mean I shouldn't learn French? I'm gonna learn French. French is great. Instead of like, oh, I'm so sorry, Mario. Eh. You know, it's he doesn't do that, and because now. For a long time, it's been Luigi is kind of like an accidental hero. He is a crying coward. He gets portrayed that way, and that's just not how he is in the cartoon or the live action. Right. So I don't. It's you know on TV we can use Friends again as the example. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like you go, that. If you went back to the first episode of the first season of Friends and you looked at Joey, yes, and you said, okay, this guy's kind of dumb, uh-huh. and then you went to one of the last episodes of the last season, yeah, you probably say like, that man has suffered brain damage uh-huh. in the ensuing years between these two, <laughs> because what happens over time, you always got to escalate and and just cartoonify it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and go beyond it, go funnier, go bigger, and so I think that's what's happened here. It's like Luigi's a little bit less, tiny bit less aggressive, I guess, and then over uh-huh. time he becomes like beta male number one, yeah. <laughs> and they let it. They let it happen. It started here. Yeah, you're you're right. Jo- yeah, Joey was a mental patient at the at the yeah, end. Yeah, at the of, end, uh, yeah. it's just like there's a boy in him. He, you would believe that he was a big case. Uh-huh. That he had been bigged, just like in the movie Big. You would assume this is a child in a man's body. And then Princess Toadstool or Princess Peach, as she later was renamed, yeah. and Toad. They were playable characters in Super Mario Brothers too. Like you could pick any of like the brothers hooked on the brothers or these two. And Princess was really the best character because she could float. Yeah. And so when you jump, you got to cross some long distances. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. man. That's Fuck awesome. Yeah, this is smooth as butter. And, dude, I heard Toad was just a fun guy. Oh, you... No, oh, you mother effer. Oh, you son of a bitch. You like you do that, don't you? Mamma mia. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well played, You sir. earned it. Well played. They had at least been brought into the game as playable characters. In the first one, they were... The object that you were trying to save, Princess. And then Toad was just the guy that tells you, hey, the princess ain't here, man. Yeah. That's it. That's all they did. Uh, So they they were playable characters. They didn't really have personality traits. They really are just relegated in this to being, you know, she's a prop. You won't get away with this, Koopa. And he's just... Some comedy relief, just a little bit. It's a a teeny tiny bit. Just a tad. My dad was the top toadstool. The solution that the writers came up with for this issue of not having a plot to base anything off of was to base most of the episodes off of movies, either in title or in story or both. Mm -hmm. And that is true of the episode that we sampled to learn more about what was it like when we were babies watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, <laughs> running into to the sounds of a, a corny rap. Uh-huh. Getting hooked on the brothers. Uh-huh. When we were most hooked, on, like we both kicked the brothers by this point. <laughs> the episode is entitled... Escape from Koopatraz, based on, of course, the Clint Eastwood movie, Escape from Alcatraz. Yes. Uh, which they do certainly share plot elements uh-huh. in common. So this is not a bad, it's not a, I mean, I don't know what kid was going to be like, oh, Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. But at the same time, it just gives them any kind of framework into which to throw these characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah Which sure. otherwise just kind of sit there or jump. Those are the two states <laughs> of a Mario brother. Run side to side. Yes. The episode starts in the middle of the action uh-huh. with a weird like diary entry from Mario or Luigi saying plumber's plumber's log. It's like Star Trek where it's like uh-huh. captain's log, but it's a plumber's log, <laughs> yeah. which maybe plumbers keep a log of their uh-huh. daily oh, ins sure. and outs. Maybe some do. They should. Yeah. Probably for legal reasons. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I removed the rat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what happened next was not my fault. I mean, they, listen, they, they get paid pretty well. So well, I don't know. I mean, I bet Mario and Luigi make less than a lot. Because they're honest. Uh, You're right. No, you're right. They start the episode having been arrested and are being brought to court. Uh, (laughs) And maybe all those coins just weren't free for the taking, but Uh they've been getting that all these years. Maybe it's like, hey, you got to pay these back. I immediately had to raise an objection. They're being brought in by Koopa Troopers, which are the little turtle guys that you jump on in the Uh Mario games. They're very cute. So it's like, I can't really cite against them Uh because pretty much all of their villains are cute. Yeah. But this is a packed jury. There's actually going to be a court case, a bit of a shitty court case. Yeah. But in the jury, I'm spotting a shy guy. Yeah. A birdo, uh-huh. a cactus man, and an angry surfboard, mm. all of whom Mario has had previous encounters with. Either yes. them or, I guess, if they're part of a species, they're relatives. Uh-huh. So you, this is not fair. This is not, this is a packed jury. And, and there's not even 12 of them. You no, know there's I mean? like four so, of them that are just, they look kind of confused as to why yeah. they're there. <laughs> they're pushovers. But of course, the judge is 
King Koopa. King Koopa Bowser himself in robes and a barrister's wig. Uh-huh. I mean, he is the powder wig rocking. He he's got more costume changes than a Britney concert going on here in this episode. Like he is living it up. He's living his best life for sure. Because all of this is just for his pleasure. It has uh-huh. to be. Yeah. Because he's the king of wherever they are. Yeah. No one here would question him throwing these four people into either a, a cell for the rest of their lives or into a lava pit or a bottomless pit or whatever you have in your dungeon. No one's going to be like, uh, sir, you really should have given them a fair shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just doing this to fuck with them. And that's King Koopa for you. Yeah. The thing that's confusing to me a bit is Princess Toadstool is the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. Bowser is the king of where? I don't know. Koopa Kingdom? What is his jurisdiction? What is her jurisdiction? It's just like, a, he's the king. What is his problem? Uh-huh. She's the princess. Like, can't you guys have a, a summit? Uh-huh. Like, do, do it. Take the political route. Yeah, for sure. I do love King Koopa's voice in this is so coarse and like, ah, it's just kind of, uh, well, he sounds like, uh, he sounds like the actor Harvey Firestein. All of clothing is drag, isn't it? I mean, the personality we put on, the, the clothing that we find we think looks good on us or the clothing that we find gives us power. Koopa Corn is now in session. Bail of Mauser, read those phony charges you and I cooked up. Kind of like that. And it adds a lot of character to him that I, because I'm used to Koopa or Bowser, the almost relatable character, because that's kind of how they they make him like, oh, why can't I finally get Mario? Damn it. Kind of guy more recently. But this is like, a oh, he's having fun being a bad guy. Right, right, and right. He is. right. Costume changes galore, baby. Well, he sentences these four after, I mean, not a court case. Uh. I'm sure he just said, hey, guys, build a court for me. Yeah. And then they did. And he did this for five minutes. And then he's like, strike it. Break it down. And then. <laughs> On to the next thing. He sentences them to 500 years in Koopatraz, which is an island prison, a maximum security prison, Uh which is, of course, based on Alcatraz. Yes. (laughs) Koopa is also the warden. Another costume. And this whole thing, it's kind of like any other dystopian future movie like Equilibrium or 1984 is the big where you're just going to jail. Full stop. For sure. It's set up, man. It's a, it's a big setup. Now, I was hoping, once they got to jail, I was hoping for Oz, the Mushroom Kingdom edition, uh. <laughs> like Toad has to throw in with Goomba supremacists for protection, uh-huh. and Luigi's trying to get his GED, but he keeps getting pulled into gang violence, Yeah. or like Toadstool Redemption. Or a shiv that's keistered, or even a razor blade in your mouth that, that, that <laughs> yes. comes out during the showers. Absolutely. Yeah. And instead, they're the only people in the prison. Uh-huh. Besides... Toad's grandfather, yeah, yeah, who sounds like he's voiced by a prospector from the late 1800s. <laughs> yep, let's see now. Uh, that makes uh, 54 years, uh, seven months, and uh, nine days. The princess is separated from them. She's sent off to Lady Jail. That's yeah. just its own section of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't keep them together. Yeah, ladies and men can't be. Yeah, together. gin pop, not a place for or ladies. Ladies and plumbers, I guess. <laughs> Got separate your ladies and your plumbers. Yeah, I think ladies would agree. Uh huh. Plumbers yeah. disagree. Ooh. A really cute uh, detail here is the Goombas, which are the evil little mushrooms. They look like little brown <laughs> mushrooms. Right. They're guards, and they since they don't have hands, they just have feet, they all are wearing headbands that have police batons strapped to their heads. But it also looks like they're in like a bad Peter Pan play where they're trying to play Native Americans. Yes. It looks like a feather <laughs> and a headband. I was right with yes. you on that, yeah. <laughs> but it's a cute thing. I don't really, I guess they would have to like just headbutt you with a, a baton. <laughs> <laughs> but Toad's grandfather, you were saying you you dig this guy, don't you? Uh, I love this guy. I instantly got online trying looking for a shirt with him on there, man. <laughs> I, I, I got to have it. I got to have it, Will, and I will find it. I, I do enjoy him, too. Uh, uh-huh. He's been in there. I, they said he's been in there for 30 years. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, is that all? That and the jail was just built for you, right? Yeah, like, it's, man. it's just so up until now, there's only been one prisoner in all of Koopatraz. <laughs> and now finally you get three friends and one of them, th- three new is your grandson? cellmates. One of them's your grandson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. What are the chances? It's a small world, baby. Well, now that there's multiples there, yeah, they can finally make a plan to break out. Because uh-huh. they have been, I don't know. I, it depends on what, here's the thing. If you visit... I'll bring up Thailand again. I brought this up before. Uh, <laughs> I was in Thailand uh, at the end of 2019, yes, sir. briefly, and I just had never, I had never left the country, and I certainly hadn't been in a country where 
saying something bad about the people in power, like the king, the monarchy, right. uh, could get you in trouble. Yeah. And as somebody who doesn't handle that kind of thing well, I'm like, fuck those people. What I can't just say, and I didn't like go around saying shit, but like my my thought is go to hell. I get to say what I want. Yeah. But if I am in Thailand and I get put away for that, and that is the law of the land, I mean, there's going to be some, you know, it's like when the kid got caned. In, oh, in yeah. the 90s, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, it's their country and you're there and you're causing trouble. He stole a car or whatever he yeah. did. I forgot. So yeah. If, if King, I think it was, I think it was spray painting stuff. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Damn, I jumped up to a car real quick. Didn't I, I mean, it, who knows? I don't remember exactly, but all I'm saying is, I don't think Mario and Luigi are bad guys, but maybe they have broken the law of Koopa Land just by like he passed a law recently of you can't be a plumber in my land or you can't be named Mario. That's a crime. Yeah. Maybe they should be in jail, technically. But one of the crimes was not finishing your pasta, <laughs> which is <laughs> it's just weird. It's a weird, it's a weird law. Mario doesn't look like he skipped any of his pasta. Not at all. Yeah. No. I, I see Luigi maybe, you know, maybe sliding a few he plates over to him, but he keeps it tight. Very strange. Their plan is taken straight out of Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. Which is that they are going to take spoons from the they do get food. They have a cafeteria, uh -huh. like a whole cafeteria staff making food for four people and, and a princess over in Lady Jail. Uh, and they have guards at the thing. So they have to get the spoons back to their cells. And this is like in everything that's ever been set in a prison. If you have one scene in an entire movie that's set in prison. Yeah, this is it. Uh -huh. Somebody intentionally starts a fight in the lunchroom to distract the guards from something else that's happening. Yeah, yeah, and that's, they yeah. don't fight with each other. That would have been great. Like if Luigi just punched Mario in the face, like took the opportunity <laughs> to get into a huge fight. They actually just start a food fight. He's got a sock full of cups <laughs> exactly. and just rocks them right yes. in the head. Yes, but it's such, usually at the end of that, yeah. somebody gets thrown in the hole and that's part of the plan. Yes. Like there is no hole here or if there is, they're not using it. Tale as old as time. I mean, that's just how it works, man. Start a, start a fight. Don't see light. <laughs> For 40 days. That would have been great, though, for Luigi just to bop Mario. <laughs> yes. It's like, I had to make it look real, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. They do manage to spoon their way through. Shawshank Redemption yeah, totally. style. I mean, yeah. that's just like, I mean, I could not think of that. Uh-huh. They accidentally emerge in Koopa's bedroom. Uh, he lives there now. <laughs> yes. His living conditions are questionable. He is... In a, a pretty good-looking bedroom. Yeah. He's wearing a sleep mask that I buy. Uh, Not everyone has blackout curtains. Uh, then he's snoring really loud. Sounds like he needs a CPAP machine. Yes. Hopefully he's... <laughs> I, that's on him. No, the thing that got me is that he's sleeping on a cot yeah. from a military surplus store. <laughs> like, it is purple, so it's kind of royal-looking. Oh, right, But right. this is, like, this is a big lizard man. Yeah. What is he doing sleeping on a cot? Is That makes me think the place was built recently. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what would he be? King sleeping on a cot. So many levels to it. Maybe he has back problems and he's kind of overweight. So maybe he's got back problems. They told so he him, wants to keep them, I guess. And huh? They told him that this is the way to fix it. I don't know. That, that cot's bad. That's bad business. You're right, right there. man. You're right. That is not, not good. So that attempt doesn't work. The thing that does work. Yeah. Cause he catches them. They go into his bedroom and he right. says, get back to yourself. Yeah. The fix is now their, their sentence is to be in jail and to do hard labor. It's what you would see people doing in a cartoon and jail anytime where it's just like, they're breaking rocks uh -huh. <laughs> that are just in front of them. Like they're not going anywhere with that. I guess the laundry is the other thing they're doing and that, that benefits. I mean, it can't be that much. Right. I guess it's the staff. Maybe they're doing the staff's laundry. You, you got the yeah, uh, 12 people's yeah. laundry list. Mario is doing the laundry. That's part of his work assignment. Yeah. And he steals the soap because he has a plan. Yeah. And I was really hoping he was going to turn that soap into a shiv uh -huh. and shank the mouser that was guarding him. That's like kind of the sub warden. <laughs> right in the and neck. Just, yeah, just get him and just look at his, like take his sunglasses off. He's like, no, look in my eyes while the light goes out of yours. <laughs> look into my eyes. <laughs> uh, that is not what he did. No, it's sadly. not. Sadly. Yeah. Mario appears to be, uh, he does work with his hands as a yeah. plumber. So, <laughs> <laughs> he is an artisan soap whittler and he manages to make an extremely believable bob bomb yeah. out of the soap. If you don't remember, these are the little cute bombs that walk around in Mario as enemies that you can also throw as weapons. Uh -huh. They just have two little eyes, no expression, and little feet, and they, they wander around. They're cute. They're very cute. If uh, You shouldn't pick them up. No. They're bombs. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad news. They're bad news for anybody who doesn't like bombs. And that's <laughs> most of us in our bodies. He carves one, whittles one out of soap, and then covers it in shoe polish. And hey, this thing looks exactly like a bob-omb. Uh -huh. Wild. 
he gets the Goomba guard to come in and he comes in. Now it's just like he has a loaded bomb. Yeah. He has a bomb that's ready to go off and this is how I will get out, uh-huh. which I guess is a pretty cool action movie right. thing to do for Mario. Like I've never seen him threaten people with a weapon before. Right. And you know what? I used to travel back and forth to Mesquite for work mm-hmm. and there's this underpass that would always have like three of these bomb guys oh, really? tagged on it. And I was like, man, that is just really cool. I didn't, I didn't know what it was from and that's hilarious, dude. But like, it was like, it was like level 10 art man yeah, it yeah. was great it was like three guys right there on the you know people maybe that, that maybe what they're telling you is that's a bob om gang area yeah yeah and so it's sure. all bob oms it, it was yeah. so crazy tacked great though shout out <laughs> mario says to him one false move in your mozzarella goomba this is when we get jailbreak. Uh huh. We got alarms. We got sirens. Everybody's yep. broken out. The princess is on the run. The the usual scene where the spotlight is is following along. You the, have to duck uh, down, yeah, uh-huh. and it's just it's the same stuff. <laughs> right. I didn't see any guns, so I mean, long distance. I don't know what anybody's threat is. The, the, the guys got the the guns duct taped to their heads too. <laughs> Someone else has to jump on their head yeah, to yeah, get yeah. them to fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. They escape down a drain pipe. <laughs> Now you're on Mario's turf. Now, now we're doing it, baby. Now we're doing. Now we're doing it Mario Bros. style. Yeah. Okay, you can't mess with us uh-huh. in pipes. Yeah. Pipes is where we live. It's what we know. That's our bag, baby. That is our bag, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Check my bag. It's pipes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they end up causing the prison to flood with water. They escape and they are on the beach and they they steal rowboats. Yeah. And they've got Toad's grandfather in tow. So everything is great. And they're just gonna row their way back to the shores of I wherever they are. I'm uh-huh. assuming it's Mushroom Kingdom. Again, where does Koopa live? Where does where does Prince of Toadstool live? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hey, did Super Mario swim in the game? Yeah, there were there was always a water. Oh man. Okay, so the water levels are always frustrating. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been playing some of the more modern games recently. It's still frustrating, but the one that killed me was Mario 64. Yeah. That was, you know, the first 3D game, so it's more immersive. And I just about had panic attacks playing the water levels on that game because it feels like you're just vulnerable and there's a giant shark fish that'll eat you and eels that come out. <laughs> Back to just, your, your fear of sharks, dude, too. It just hit every every fear inside every of me. sensory overload you had. They just yeah. flicked it. And so, yeah. So, yes, there are water ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he could swim it, but, man, it seems like even the fish in the Mushroom Kingdom, if they touch you... Game over. <laughs> now, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show had, obviously, had a unique structure because of the live action segments uh, wrapping themselves around, like like the, the bread of a calzone, wrapping uh-huh. the nice ricotta cheese inside <laughs> right. of the cartoon. That was already interesting enough, but in the apartment was a periscope. <laughs> that live action Mario would look through and check out what was coming up on the cartoon that showed once a week instead of Mario on this uh-huh. program block. Yeah, very progressive. They showed The Legend of Zelda, the animated series on Fridays. Uh-huh. I remember being super excited about this every oh, for week. Sure. There came a point where I stopped watching the Mario show and just wanted to watch the Zelda yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would even have my mom tape it for me on VHS. Yeah. This was a mistake programming wise because when you play the Mario cartoon, and then you play the Zelda preview, it just comes on and makes what you just watched look like dog shit. <laughs> it, it makes does. it look so bad. Like, this looked awesome. You've got fantasy swords. You've got, like, a, a pretty princess. You've got Link, and he's looking cool. And Ganondorf, he's a big monster pig man, and they're shooting blades. I mean, it's just like, come on. It was, what, you're going to make me wait till Friday? It was Charlie Chaplin to the Marvel Universe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well be, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just like, a, oh, shit. Why didn't we watch this instead? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Why do I just waste my time? <laughs> well, like we said, you know, Nintendo seems to have uh, seen this as a early relationship mistake. Yeah. And so after one season, it was done. But they were not yet done with animating Mario and Friends. They were turning and burning these Mario shows for three years straight. Yeah. <laughs> 1989, you had Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Hey, paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. 1990, you had the Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3. What kind of name is that? <laughs> <laughs> 
That doesn't sound right to me. No, it doesn't. The, the adventures of the title of the game, which is a third sequel to a game, it sound, it's very weird, like a translation thing. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. It I, made sense somewhere on paper. It, sound, it looked cool. No, no, it didn't. it didn't. The adventures of the Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. <laughs> they dropped the live action like a hot potato. Ooh, baby. Super Mario Brothers 3 was a plot point in the movie The Wizard right. with Fred Savage. Shout out. Oh, man. And that, about seeing that. that made me also so excited as a kid, seeing on a huge screen, giant Super Mario Brothers 3, which was not out yet. With that glove, the glove. Oh, man, the power glove was such a <laughs> yeah. piece of shit. But yeah, it was so... <laughs> We My got, cousin had it. It was not good, but it was a cool, cool piece of you, do you, tech. Remember, you remember how it, how it moved? Like, did the inside buttons move, or was it just you you pressed on Dude, the top of it? Or? I'll tell you. Look, I don't know if I was doing it right. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that I basically held the glove in uh-huh. front of me yeah. and used it like it was like a wristwatch to tap things oh, into. No. So maybe I did it wrong, and I was a kid. <laughs> Go easy on me, Nintendo yeah, fans. Yeah, right. But they dropped the live action completely, and they also dropped Lou. Mm. And Danny Wells as both. I mean, certainly they didn't have live action, but they dropped them as the voices as well. Oh, I I mean, we haven't watched this one. Maybe we will in the future. We've talked about revisiting. We'll, we'll, we'll powwow. We'll I'm a powwow. little sad that they didn't keep getting work. They got to work for 52 episodes. That's how long the first one lasted. So yeah. not too bad. Yeah. 1991, they changed it again. Uh-huh. But this time it only lasts 13 episodes. <laughs> This time, Super Mario World. Super Mario, Super Mario, Super Mario World. Reflecting the brand new Super Nintendo system and the new Mario game that was on it, which is really my favorite Mario game. That or Mario 64. Yeah. <laughs> so all, they just did it again. A lot of the same shit, but we're going to have Yoshi. He's involved now. And I'm sure this is just an advertisement for Super Nintendo yeah. at the end of the day. And it only lasted 13 <laughs> episodes. So it's it's weird for how popular Mario not only was, but became, like he's never, it, it may not be Mario fever out there anymore, but video games still sell well. Merchandise still sells well. Yeah, yeah. It's enough to bank on. So why there hasn't been another even limited engagement cartoon of Mario or a 3d movie or something. something yeah, right? I, I don't know. I don't really understand. Maybe it's that they realized that they made a mistake breaking up with Lou yeah. and Danny uh-huh. back in the day. And now <laughs> they can't undo it because rest in power guys, they're mm. gone. Yeah. And to show you just how impeccable Captain Lou Albano was as Mario, how necessary he was to the mm-hmm. equation to mm-hmm. make certainly the super Mario brothers, super show work. Yes, sir. We're going to go out on Lou half screaming the song do the mario which is how every super mario brothers super show ended let's let's take a listen yes please do the mario swing your arms from side to side come on it's time to go do the mario take I still haven't figured out what the dance is, and he's he's demonstrating it on he's screen. Doing it. No, he's doing it. I feel like Lou said, no, guys, I can do it all in one take. I don't have to catch my breath. I don't have to maybe get my voice back. Just give me one take, and I got it. Thank you so much for joining us today to celebrate Mario Day. Hold your family close this Mario Day and tell them. Squeeze them tight. It's a we, <laughs> the family. <laughs> show your your unity with us. The Show us that you're hooked on the brothers is really what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, by heading over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, leaving us a five-star review and leaving us a written review. Uh-huh. It just gets us out there. It does. It really does. And listen, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at DPTuneCast. And we also got a website now, uh, DPTuneCast.com, where you'll find everything TuneCast. All things TuneCast. Now, come back next episode. We've been very good. We've been hanging out with these new tunes. Uh Uh-huh. We've been playing nice. Yes. So we should be awarded with a revisit of a classic tune. It's going to be Tiny Tunes. And as promised, low those many episodes ago, uh-huh. we will be seeing what happens when Tiny Tunes take on alcohol. Tiny Tunes versus booze. It's coming. You can't stop it. Buckle up, Buttercup. We're doing it. Be back for that. In the meantime, you better tutor my duder. <sighs> tutor my duder. Just like that. He was confident. There's and a I like bit, that. There's a little bit of Bernie Sanders in his delivery. Yes. Of yes. that song. <laughs>
<laughs> Let's wrap this sucker up. Hey, let's wrap it up like oh, a calzone. Let's mix with the calzone. I want to wrap it up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll show you something. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm clapping. Okay. I'm doing something. <laughs> You're doing something with pizza dough. I'm doing something with pizza dough. I'm just clapping. Just like that. that.